Hello and welcome to Inkspire from Tharston, the podcast that talks about all the different ways that you can help your print business to lead the way. In each episode, we'll cover a range of topics such as the latest and greatest technologies for printers, industry trends, and knowledge that could help your business run faster and smarter. So, here we go. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Inspire podcast. Uh, I'm Ross Edwards, the, one of the customer and managers here at Carson and also proud to be the host of the Inspire podcast. Uh, I'm also joined today by our uh, head of marketing, Amanda Newman. Hello, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, no, I'm glad you've joined us today because we're um, uh, wanting to talk about what perhaps a, a nice timely uh, topic. We're in, we've been uh, January. It's a a time where people, you know, leading up to January and during the month, kind of set themselves new resolutions and new goals. And um, and, and I think we're both on the same page where we believe that setting goals is a is a, a great thing to do, whether it's as a as a person uh, or um, as a business as well. Um, so so we kind of know where we're aiming for. So um, one of the things that um, we wanted to talk about today, I think it was the, about how you go about setting goals. Yeah, we've got a few tools, toolkits yeah. that we use for our staff, but also for our customers as well. So yeah. we just thought we'd share them with everybody in case they were of help at this time of year. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's um, sometimes trying to decide what your goals are, that can be one one challenge for people or for businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what, what am I going to home in on? And, but then also, if, if you're anything like me, you, you, you start creating loads of goals and then thinking, mm-hmm. what am I going to... Yeah, you've got too many. How, what do I prioritise on? What, 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 do I, what do I start with? And um, uh, making them decisions. And so, you know, I think that there's lots of different ways you can approach that. But um, one thing in particular that I liked that Amanda and the team actually put into one of our own internal notebooks and is a tool that, a toolkit that I've used as well and really like it, it's called The Wheel of Life. So yeah. what kind of inspired you to put that into the into the book and, and maybe tell us a little bit about what it is? Um, well, I don't know if you're just sort of feeding me a line or if you don't remember, but it was actually you. It was, it was you who introduced <laughs> us to the Wheel of Life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember you coming in one day and showing us that and saying, um, well, actually, you were talking about maybe adapting it for business, weren't you? Yes. But we went, wow, but this is very cool. We want to use this for our own staff. Um, so it, it is basically, it's like a big wheel, isn't it, with um, spokes on and it's got eight different sections on yeah. it. Things like career and money and finance, friends and family, health, well-being, that sort of thing. And, and there's questions that you ask yourself as part of that toolkit yeah. that allow you to um, rate yourself, give you a score out of a, a hundred and you can sort of identify the areas that you need to improve. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you work your way through um, rating yourself on, on each different area. So um, I actually did this uh, with, with, with a, a mentor, like a life coach. It was an exercise that, that we went through um, and you kind of, you work your way around. And really all it's doing is just giving you a list of eight different areas of your life yeah. um, to, to, to kind of think about and score yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and so actually you took it one step further and found a series of questions that you can ask yourself, which is, is, is really cool. And I think we've, we're making this available. It'll be in the show notes um, yeah. and you can download it from our site. But also, if you were just going to Google and, and, and 
type in Wheel of Life, mm-hmm. you'll see lots of images about it and lots of links about how to, how to go about it. But yeah, so you kind of go through, don't you, and, and uh, score yourself out of 100 or 10, whatever your, your scale be, on where you feel you are, for example, about money and finances or mm-hmm. personal development or um, your, your family and friends, mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of score it that way. So that helps you to, like you said, it, it, to maybe focus in on, on, on whereabouts, what areas you think you need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and But then also you can then start to, to work your way through to think, well, actually, what does 10 out of 10 look like? Or what does 100 out of 100 yeah, so, what do I need to do to get those extra few points together from 7 out of 10 to 10 out of 10? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So you can start to, to, to visualise what 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 I'm aiming for mm. so and then the way I did the exercise was I, I looked at it from like a long-term vision mm. um and, you know it's a great way to, to do it maybe is kind of think right, okay where where do I want to be if, if I, at the moment I'm five out of five on uh on money and finances mm. <laughs> then where do I want to be in three years time what 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 would what score do I want to be in three years' time? If I want to be at 10 out of 10, yeah. what does that look like to me? Mm-hmm. And then what you can do is, is kind of start writing that down, describing it, and then rolling it back and saying, okay, so if 10 out of 10 three years looks like this, mm-hmm. what would it look like in one year? What, what can I do to get towards that 10 out of 10? Where, where would yeah. I like to be in, in, in one year? So it might be that, in, say, for example, in one of your finances, you wanted personal financial security that you've got enough in, in three years time you've got enough money saved up so that if you were to become unemployed mm-hmm. that you can cover all your bills for the next 12 months yeah financial security so that might you know what say imagine that's a pot of i need pounds mm-hmm. number out there um that then you could then roll that back and say well i've not got that now but by the end of the next 12 months that i want to have put away five thousand pounds yeah uh, and then in, in the second year i went to achieve fifteen thousand pounds and, mm-hmm. and kind of work it up that way so you can kind of break it back so that's kind of a practical way to do it or maybe mm-hmm. it's in health and fitness kind of thinking yeah. i want to lose weight or i want yeah. to be uh, able to run a, a certain distance yeah quite right of, so it, um the resource that we've got the, the the question which is quite pertinent i think is if your life is riding on this wheel how bumpy is the ride that's a very so good i sort of i went with that approach and looked at it and thought how do i even these out so yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not going to get to 10 out of 10 right away with um my money and finances yeah but um i need to progress at least 10 percent or one point to make the ride less bumpy because that is my problem area yeah um, as an example yeah so i just i picked the the three low scoring ones that would make a big difference on mm. how smooth the ride's going to be and try to focus yeah. on them first but yeah i guess you could do it any way you wanted couldn't it you could try and move up one point in all of them or try yeah. to make the ride less bumpy by smoothing and making everything a seven out of ten and then Working yeah, on we're kind of growing that circle to be bigger and bigger so that you can, yeah. It's about having a, a well-rounded life, isn't it? And identifying all those areas that are supposed to make people happy and yeah. and fulfilled um, with their life. It's making sure that you're considering all of those and not leaving any out. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it, it, it's getting the balance, isn't it? Um, and, and that definitely helps. It's, it's, 
Um, one great book I read was uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by uh, uh, Susan Jeffries. Mm. Um, and one of the key things that she, she kind of outlines in that book is a similar principle that often when people have problems in their lives or suffer from stress and loss and things like that, it's, it's because they've focused in on just one area of their mm. life too much. So, you know, say, for example, that the story that she gives in, in, in the book as an example is that, you know, married couple, they've been together for a long time, they've kind of, they've just become quite into it, they've, they've not bothered working on their friendships, mm. uh, that they didn't have a partner and they didn't have a career and, you know, all the other things around them. So actually when, when, uh, when they split up, I think, they, they, you know, they went different ways, this, this one of the partners was was absolutely devastated and couldn't get past that because that's all they had in their life mm. and so it was kind of talking about this idea of, 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 of balancing your, your life mm. out and in that example it was a square and, and yeah. breaking it into, so, into so more squares. So if you lose squares. something like say um, you lose your job yeah. or you have to move house to somewhere that you don't like as much yeah. it doesn't matter because you've still got the other seven parts of the wheel yeah you're still fulfilled in yeah. those areas so you can cope better with the one that just yeah. dropped yes mm. absolutely that's exactly exactly the point amanda and, and um yeah i think i came came in talking about this toolkit as a great thing that businesses could use as well you know from a, a personal point of view it focuses on like i said the eight areas and the just in case you you, know, you want to know what they are without looking at it it's, it's a career money and finances personal development significant other family and friends, health and well-being, and physical environment and point and recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can change them, headers, yeah, it can yeah. be whatever's suitable to you really. I've, I've seen other ones where um, they, they, they have community on there, you know, what you're contributing. Um, I've seen others that have, just have different headings. So you can kind of shape it to how you want it to be. But then by creating the, doing this exercise, we then have the idea that you, you can start to create a vision of what what you want your life to be. And also, when you identify the ones that you're strong in, you know, where you get nine or 10 out of 10, then it's thinking about, well, actually, what do I need to do to maintain that? Um, so it's kind of giving you that vision. And then from there, when you, you can then create your goals and then start thinking about how can I achieve these goals. Mm-hmm. So we kind of then took that idea and said, well, what about if we if we move that to adapted it for businesses as well? So we, I think we came up with a we came up with a different name for it called the Wheel of Growth, and this is a an exercise that we've then start I've started using when talking in, uh, to prospective customers or our, our existing customers in terms of thinking about what areas they they want to focus in on, on the business. So I assume it's the same principle, but just different sections. Yeah, we've we just created area. different headers. So just quite often when we engage with a business, we, we'll, we always go through that discovery process anyway, because that's what we like to do, to go in and follow the workflow through from end to finish, understand what the, the business is, what the business challenges are, what their aspirations are, you know, all of them sort of things. But this just helps to make it a little bit more and more scientific mm. um, for a business because what we what we can do is you can use this tool and the leadership team could, could complete this and then you can compare notes, but then you could also get your your team, you know, team members to to um, to do that as well and score 
and start to see where you might find disparity between the leadership team and and, and your rest of your team as well. Um, but, you know, in, 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 you might think that one area of the business is really well, but your employees don't, or, or vice versa, or you might all be in on the same hymn sheet, you know, seeing from the same hymn sheet. So that's great. So we kind of took this concept and. Uh, again, this is a resource that we can make available. On, yeah, it's actually it's, it's, um, it's easy to access. If you just go to thorsten.com forward slash goals, G-O-A-L-S, goals, that's it. It's as easy as that. So uh, you can access it there. And the the, eight, the, the quadrants that we've put into there is um, we've put uh, marketing, sales, estimating, job or, or order management, inventory, production, financials, customer experience, uh, employee engagement, and business vitals. So again, you can work through that exercise, starting in the zero is, is kind of like, yeah, we really need to do something about this. And 10 is being, this is perfect. And, and again, score yourselves and then start to think, okay, if we're for marketing, if we're six out of 10 at the moment, what would 10 out of 10 look like for us? What, um, how would it feel? What would be different for us as an organization? If, if we were at 10 out of 10. I don't think we've got the, the questions with that one, have we? It's because it's, it's different to every company. Yeah, absolutely, it good point. It would be hard to, to write the questions that would help you. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I think when I've done this process, um, this sort of exercise with, with different businesses, sales can, for example, can mean different things. Yeah. What they want to talk about for sales and what, what they're focusing on for sales. And that just becomes part of the, the, the exercise as well, and kind of saying, well, what, what, what is sales to us? What are we talking about here? You know, estimating what we're doing in there, or um, what when, for financials? Are we talking about for financials? Are we, are we talking about, for example, the time period it takes to to invoice and what our debtors are like, or are we talking about the process, or are we talking about the the, the uh, financial health status of our business, you know, mm-hmm. how, how much have we got in the bank, that sort of thing. So it can be different things for different businesses. So it, I think it, it's more of a conversation to sit down and do. And we're happy to, you know, uh, help businesses do that um, and, and work through that exercise. Sometimes it can help having somebody from the outside of your business to kind of guide you through it and talk you through it. But why it becomes a really useful tool the, the customers I've worked with that have used it, they found it really good for, to, to kind of then track their progress. So it's helped them to identify what areas they want to home in on. It helped them to evaluate systems as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it, when they were looking at what systems we need to support us with this, mm-hmm. it's then, it's, we're then looking to see, does that, does that system fit in with that? Does it give us support in all these different areas? And if it doesn't, are we okay with that? So they found it a really useful tool from that point of view. But then when you start moving forward, the great thing is you can come back to this and restore yourselves mm-hmm. and, and see are we making progress? So are we achieving, getting to, to, to where we want to be? Which is, is a nice way to kind of track your performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and or, or maybe not, maybe if it's going the other way, at least you can see actually we feel this isn't going the way we want it to be so we, we, we need to do something about it mm-hmm. so yeah i think i think it's it, it it was a it's been a useful adaption um 
And I think the customers that I've worked with so far, if they were sat here now, would say that they found it quite a useful process for themselves. Yeah, I can imagine. So we've talked about the idea here then of creating your, your goals and, and almost your vision as, as to what direction you want to go in. Uh, talked about how you can then use them scores to focus in on maybe the top three or four things that you want to focus in on. Mm-hmm. But then the next thing is, well, how do, how do we get there? And, and so uh, I think you've, you've got a, a, a nice uh, suggestion of a tool, another toolkit right, that we could yeah. use. Yeah, so on that same page, we have um, a worksheet to plan your smart and stretch goals, which again is something that we use. We use it internally with our own employees. It's in that we have Thorsten notebooks, yeah. which we have printed for our staff that have got things like our mission and our vision and our values and obviously note pages but in there there are things like the wheel of life as well and resources to you know help increase um, employee happiness Mm. Um, and one of those toolkits is how to plan your smart and stretch goals as I say so that it I think everybody knows what a smart goal is I think we've all pretty much um, yeah but just in case so okay well, yeah, so a SMART goal um, is a goal that follows fa- these five specific criteria. They have to be specific, so yeah. don't be big. They have to be measurable, so you have to be able to measure it to know if you've succeeded or not. They have to be achievable, um, yeah. you know, don't dream too big with your SMART goals. Uh, they have to be um, realistic uh, as well, so um, you have to make sure that you have the capability and the resource and the time and everything you need to be able to yes. achieve them. And they have to have a timeline, so you have to say when they need to be, the goals need to be achieved yes. by such a date. So um, we've probably all used at SMART goals in the past, particularly if you've like been to, to college or university and that sort of thing. And they're really helpful in planning out the, the, the steps that you need to reach that goal. So you can break your overarching vision down yeah. into separate goals and work out how you're going to achieve them, when you are going to achieve them, how you're going to know that you've achieved them, that sort of thing. Yeah. But there is a flaw with them, which is um, you can end up getting bogged down with the minutiae of goals and saying like uh, things like, by next Monday, I will have sorted my desk out and, yes. and that sort of thing. And when you get to that point, and they are pretty pointless, yeah. you need to have what we call a stretch goal. Yeah. And a stretch goal is something that um, is a huge, big, inspirational vision that we have absolutely no idea how we're going to achieve it. Yeah. Because it needs to be something that you are excited about and working towards. And then you use SMART goals to break that down into actionable points. Yeah. So it's the combination of those two that make you the most effective when it comes to achieving goals. Yes. Yeah. So so you you, you kind of you, you've got your bigger goal. Is yeah. that what we're saying? And yeah, then you're breaking goal. these down into smaller components. Yes. Correct. Um. Not too detailed. Kind no. of. You're trying to get that balance that you, you want it to be kind of key actionable things. Yeah. Like, headline and actionable points but not going into the minutiae of like granular detail because that will just come with come as it as you go through it as well. Yeah it could be so say you are, you know you identify on your wheel of growth that um one of your um, your not flaws is a bad word but yeah. one of the things you want to work on it might be um, something related to um delivery of your jobs. Yeah. You might have a little bit of an issue with delivery times. 
okay, customers are complaining, yeah. that things aren't being delivered on time or late. So you might say, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to set a, 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 a stretch goal to make sure that all our orders are delivered within five days of um, being placed. Yeah. So at first you might go, wow, how the heck are we going to achieve that? Yeah. And that is, so that would be your stretch goal. And how you're going to achieve it is where your smart goals come in. Yeah. So you have to start creating things like, well, first of all, we need to tackle the problem of customer artwork errors, where it can prolong the process by several days because customers have sent the artwork yeah. in wrong. How are we going to tackle that? Let's implement M4 switch and let's do that by the end of next month, that sort of yeah. thing. So you've got all your little pieces in place which all contribute to achieving your stretch goal of promising delivery in five day turnaround times. Yes. Yeah, so it's taking the steps towards getting it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the important thing there is about making it kind of time sensitive as well, yeah. putting a, a date to it, making it time bound. Mm. Um, uh, uh, I think I, I had a, one of my favorite um, quotes or, or sayings that um, I've always come across and written down is, is um, a dream, uh, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan, and then a plan batch of action becomes reality. <laughs> and it's kind of it's written down at home, kind of like a, a, you know, a, a next to me, in order to take massive, massive, uh, massive action equals massive results. So it it, it it kind of falls in line the same thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's it's um, you know we have visions, and, and by then writing it down and give a point of date to it, that makes you more accountable to, to achieving it. Mm, uh, makes you more, more, more driven to And I, I, I personally found that difference as well, where you, you, you think, I don't need to write down these goals. Mm. I know what my goals are, I've got them in my head. Yeah. But when you actually write them down on paper or on a whiteboard or whatever, and you stick them up in, in front of you or somewhere. Mm. You've got to skip them. Yeah, it actually makes a, a, a massive, massive yeah. difference. And, and that's, one of the, 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 the key differentials, I think, um, and there's lots of toolkits out there as well and different kind of like diary planners that kind of center around that approach um, in, in doing that. I always think as well that in stretch goals or smart goals, you know, that, that somebody once game said, said to me, if you set yourself a goal and you don't have to change anything to, to achieve that goal, it's not a stretch goal. Yes. Very good point. Yeah, so yeah. as a personal example, one of my goals for this year on fitness was, you know, I want to get to a certain level of fitness and I want to get back into running. So my initial goal was, was um, well, I'll do the couch to 5K. Mm-hmm. But actually, that isn't, I didn't have to change anything to no, do that. I, I, that I knew that way. wasn't pushing that. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can go out and run 5K. So well, actually, I'm going to change that to, couch of 10k mm-hmm. i'm going to get back on that exercise and that first of all made me that that, that gut feeling inside thank you yeah i'm yeah. feeling comfortable with it yeah. uh, and and but also knowing that that was it was outside my comfort zone i was, stre- I was stretching yeah. myself a little bit yeah. so, so i had to change the, the, my behavior the, that fits in with the second quarter new world is it massive massive actually was massive, massive result, yeah. yeah so um yeah, my most full of them. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I think it's always kind of thinking of that. What, when I went through this exercise, as a personal perspective, it found very easy to kind of work through this this 
toolkit, it, mm. it made a lot easier for me to kind of think these are what my goals are. Mm. That's the easy bit though in some ways. The harder bit is committing it down to, yeah. to what actions I'm going to take. Mm. And so that's why you know I found some great advice from the 12-week year where it kind of then starts breaking it into just do three or four goals. Is this a book? It is a book, yeah, a book, 12-week year. Um, probably well worth doing, uh, talking about that in another podcast. Okay. But the, the, the principle of that is kind of you, you break your year into, instead of being 12 months, you condense it down into 12 weeks and you focus on three or four key goals to, to work on in that period of time because it's very difficult to see far ahead into 12 months sometimes where you're going to be. So um, that was uh, one, one of the, the first things it was kind of saying was break it down into that, break them into the actions and then mm-hmm. commit them down. And that was, that was the hard part because I knew that when I was writing them down, that I was committing to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they weren't just pipe dreams. Mm-hmm. They are actually that you're going to make them happen. So mm-hmm. I think it, it can be a, a fundamental difference. Yeah, it does absolutely make a difference writing them down and yeah. putting them somewhere where they cannot be ignored. And I think the other benefit from this as well is, which is effectively what, what we've done what, through these exercises, what you're doing is you're creating a vision for yourself, mm-hmm. whether it be your, your, your business mm-hmm. or your personal. And I also am a great believer that your, your personal vision has to fit in with your business vision mm. or your employment vision yeah so that so they, they're feeding into each other mm. um and that that's something that's of importance but it then helps you to make your decisions so if you've got if you set yourself for the next three months i'm going to work on these three four goals or for the next year whatever time frame you put when other things come your way that then you can then assess that and think does this help me to achieve my goals? Is this is this you know contributing towards my my success in these goals? And if it isn't, then is it something I can put to one side? Mm. Is it something I can wait for later? Or you know, in terms of pri- if if you can't, at least in terms of prioritizing things, you can then put your your actions and your tasks that relate to your goals at the top of the pile. And, and then get to the, the other things. That's a very that good the point. Next bit. Yeah, which can um, really help us manage pressure and workload that we mm. are all under sometimes, can't it? Just yeah. sitting down and prioritizing things relieves the tension yeah. sometimes because it's the thing, feeling like you've got a million things to do that all need doing at the same time right away that causes the stress. Yeah. So being able to go, okay, well, I need to do all those things, but I only need to do this one thing first. Yeah. It's a massive stress reliever. Yes, yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you, you can then start to plan these things into your diary. You can block time out, and you can really start to use this, not only as your vision and, and to, to, to get to where you want to be, but to kind of manage your day-to-day life and manage stress, yeah. prioritise, make decisions. So I think that's why goal setting is, is a is a, a really good exercise. Yeah, very valuable. And, and an interesting point is uh, there was some research done maybe to, to finish up on with that 60% of, in, in the approximately 60% of people set New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Okay, Only 8% of them ever achieve them, them New Year's resolutions. And uh, I, I, I swear down the, the reason for that will be is because they've not yeah, they just said it. I'm going to do this once yeah, to yeah. the friends. <laughs> yeah, or maybe even to themselves. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's, I absolutely agree with you. You know, it's, it's kind of by 
going through this exercise and actually working out what goals are, are really meaningful to you, mm-hmm. writing them down and breaking it down into stages that you're going to achieve them, mm-hmm. writing that, and you just made a good point there about telling your friends, yeah. and making yourself accountable, yeah. whether it be friends, your colleagues, or whatever, I am going to do this. That's another great way to help yeah. help move yourself forward. That's why I've never ever told anybody that I'm planning on doing dry January because um, <laughs> if I tell them, I'll have to keep to it. So I just think it in my head. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so if you don't, you're all right. Correct. Well, you've told me now. <laughs> I'm doing the same this month as well. I put it on, oh, yeah. I put it on Facebook. Yeah. I posted it out and say, this is my commitment until the 16th of February. Oh, oh, excellent. Yeah, it's in February. Just say a tactical break from drinking. Good work. No. So now you've told me that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, anyway, so hope that's been a, a useful kind of podcast today. I, 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 I certainly enjoyed talking about this. And, and, and I think we're both big believers in goals and creating visions and your why yeah. and, and kind of breaking that down. And I know that internally, when you put this into the into our uh, internal notebook that quite a few people in the uh, you know, colleagues have, have found it really useful tool. Yeah, absolutely. We know that the, some of the businesses we work with have found it a useful exercise to go through as well. So I'd encourage, you know, next steps, mm-hmm. key takeaways to maybe go and access that on our website or just Google it and uh, go through the exercise. It's uh, never too late to start setting goals and to start planning them in and to, to take action. So if anyone has any questions about that, then you know, uh, feel free to get in touch with us as well. We'll put some uh, information on the show notes as well. And uh, I'm thinking of some ideas as well. Maybe if we can follow up on this about how you can manage the, the, the time aspect of this, how we can mm-hmm. uh, accountability and the importance of accountability groups and things and how they can work for you. So yeah. lots of ideas of, of how we can follow on from this. Uh, and if you have any ideas as well, then uh, please do drop us a line and let us know of things that you'd like to uh, hear in our podcast. And if you've liked it and enjoyed it, please do share it and tell other people about it and leave us a review on, on whatever tool you're using to, um, to to listen to the podcast. So Amanda, thank you very much for today. No problem, thank you. Thank you for listening and, uh, and go and enjoy. Bye.